When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm delighted to say I'm joined again by Neil Shaw, Director of Content and Strategy at Edison Group. Um, what would you like to discuss this week, Neil? Well, I think I think I wanted to pick up on actually. There's been quite a lot of noise when you read the financial press about the fact that you know the UK listed market is slowly being depleted, um, either with private equity coming in um, to uh, buy those companies or uh, trade buyers coming in to uh, buy those companies. And actually, one of the things I wanted to, to sort of talk about was why that might not necessarily be a bad thing um, for the for the market to work. So we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, and I think also uh, we, we can we can sort of explore, you know, how some of the investors I'm talking to today who invest in small and mid cap space actually have that as a very important investment consideration. Okay, so so where should we where should we begin? I think I think let's start with there was a there's a Financial Times piece uh, that sort of came came out um, talking about the fact that you know we're seeing more and more, you know more and more uh, activity from private equity coming in and buying up effectively not just UK companies but it's a sort of European wide mm-hmm. phenomenon this, uh, and uh, quite a lot of them actually happen to be that the FT piece focused on the fact that. A lot of these were businesses that actually floated in the last two or three years and they're being taken private again. Um, now, uh, we it sort of sprung to my mind because uh, there was the takeover of Lookers uh, announced, um, I, I think it was the last week, Wednesday. Um, and, you know, if you if you were a holder of Lucas share, um, you know it it, it was a, a looked sort of an interesting sort of price, um, a little bit of a premium effectively. Um, but it, it 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 you know once you sort of dig into the the detail around Lucas, um, you know it, it's been sold for a song. Right? <laughs> so it's Lucas in their last statement talked about the fact that you know actually they had a very healthy and robust balance sheet. Um, if you took a look at you know the net cash they had on the uh, yeah. balance sheet, sixty-six and a half million, and their property portfolio, which has a net book value of two hundred ninety million, the I think the enterprise value of the deal uh, was, was yeah, and the difference between the cash and the and the property was basically saying that this is a the acquirer was buying this business for one hundred and ten million pounds. For a business that's making eighty-four point four million in pre-tax profits, so that's a very attractive uh, purchase price for a business like like Lookers. 
Um, and I think that that you know that sets the 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 trend effectively, which is that there are people who are pouring over our public markets who are looking at these sort of businesses and saying, okay, well that's quite attractive value. Um, and you know we we we're quite interested in in sort of building up a, um, you know our business through those kind of acquisitions. Um, how do you capitalize on that? Um, well, I've talked to a couple of professional investors who who think about it. Well, actually, one I didn't talk to, but it was I was reading um, a transcript from a, a a US conference where David Einhorn was was speaking, and this is very much part of his strategy now in terms of how he's making money. And I recently was speaking to Richard Staveley, who um, runs the Rockwood Strategic Investment Trust. And, you know, it's, it's a concentrated uh, portfolio, but one of the things um, Richard, Richard really thinks about quite hard to avoid the value trap mm. is to try and have an exit hypothesis. Look, if I'm buying into this, how, how is this, how's my liquidity yes. going to unlock uh, in, in three to five years' time. So I think it's, a, it's an important lesson to, to start taking away for investors. And I, I would suggest that, that that's the, 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 you know, there are some tools that you can start thinking about in terms of when you're investing, when you're looking at something that looks attractively priced, mm. how do you think about that exit route? Um, so starting point, yes. have a look at the deals that are, that are being done in the sector, not just in terms of the public deals, but, you know, you can, you can look at, you know, the private equity deals that have taken place in the sector. I think looking at um, how fragmented an industry, that's also uh, a key tool. Okay, let's just give you a pause for breath for a moment. We'll be back in a moment. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Simon Rhodes. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm in conversation with Neil Shah of Edison Group. Um, you were saying that Lucas had gone virtually for a, a, a song, but is that part of the problem? The secondary market is, in theory, though never quite in practice, supposed to actually give us a reasonable value for the companies that are listed there. I mean, that's certainly one of the main aims of the stock market. So clearly, the market as a whole is failing if companies can be bought for a song without anybody else coming in and bidding the price higher so that at least um, investors get a reasonable return. I mean, there must be some, you know, many yeah. shareholders in Lucas who are feeling slightly um, disillusioned. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's uh, it's the reality of where we are. So the David Einhorn um, conversation, I think, is worth, worth talking about. So David Einhorn, very famous US investor, ran his special situations fund. And his old approach would be to find something where he felt that earnings were being underestimated or might be trading on a PE of 10 or 12 times, would buy into that kind of company. And then as earnings, you saw the earnings upgrade, you'd also hope for a valuation upgrade. So that 12 times might move to 15 times. And and the, the effect of the, the, you know, the growing earnings and the fact that you're getting this sort of valuation uplift 
used to generate him the sort of 40, 50, mm. 60, 90 percent type returns that he was looking for over the three year uh, horizon. He said that that is almost impossible to do today because the you can't rely on in in the US speak the mutual fund market to buy into momentum anymore that these smaller stocks which are performing well are not being sucked up um sucked up effectively by um but by funds those funds have moved so far up the market cap curve etc that you know that they they are typically buying into the sort of trillion dollar type companies mm. instead um he's still making money but he's making money based on the hypothesis we're talking about, which is that he will find something which, um, you know, is really beaten up, uh, mm. you know, by, by on a P of four or five, et cetera. But as of the view that if I get a trade bar who comes in at five or six or seven, I've still made 40%, yes. right? And that is his yes. new approach of investing. Um, and I've seen the same. So, you know, I was talking to Richard Stavely at Rockwood, um, who is very value orientated. And I, I talked about the fact that I felt that the market structure had changed. And one of the things Richard talks about is the fact that when he invests in a position, he actively thinks about the exit hypothesis, right. like how, yes, yes. as well as the catalyst for change. Yes. How am I going to come out of this position? Yes. Um, and it doesn't always pan out, but actually, if you look at his uh, his portfolio, it's, it's a concentrated portfolio. Three of the companies that he was invested in have all been have been acquired, right? Yes. So he's all he's clearly getting that can, right. Can I ask one? <laughs> we're, we're almost out of time. Just ask one last question. Earlier, you said, "Well, the UK listed market is is being depleted," but you said that might not be a bad thing. But but surely, eventually, if if companies are not wanting to list on the market and the number of shares are gradually declining, in what way is that a, is a good thing? Or, well, I, I think I think. Look, in the, in, if you don't get uh, private equity creating the exit hypothesis, you won't get people investing. So, what you need is that active turnover, and it might be the way you know, the market actually functions, which is you can buy these these companies at attractive prices, etc., with a view that um, you know private equity will step in or trade will step in on a three five year horizon mm. to buy up these companies. I think it's a really important consideration for anyone now when they're investing, particularly in the smaller mid cap area, as to you know how am I going to start to see my, my yeah. value realised. Fascinating stuff, Neil. Thank you very much indeed. That's Neil Shah, director of content and strategy at Edison Group, who'll be back with us in a fortnight's time. Thank you, sir. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.